Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We are Paris, Alana, and Rusty. Friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We have had a a lot of messages lately about, okay, how can we add a man's perspective to the podcast and, you know, um, men asking questions, you know, that Paris and I don't really feel qualified to answer because we are not men. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) There you go. It's just it. Um, So we've started doing this thing where on Thursdays, it's kind of a day that's geared towards men. And with that in mind, we're like, okay, well, we need to have a man's perspective on the podcast. So here we have Kyle. Kyle ends. Hello. How are you doing, Kyle? <laughs> Hello. I'm doing great. I'm excited for this. This is going to be good. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, like where you live, uh, how long you've been married, do you have any kiddos? For that sure. Kind of jazz. Awesome. Yeah. So I live in Aldergrove, BC, which is in Canada, and it is a tiny, a small community between two big communities. So we... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, technically, if you want to write my address down, you have to put Langley because technically yeah. we're within the township of Langley. But if you're within the smaller community of Aldergrove, you're proud to say Aldergrove. So, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I, I live here with my wife and we have been married. Uh, it'll be eight years in September this year. Oh, exciting. And we have four boys. So we have a six-year-old who turned six a couple weeks ago. We have Mm. a four-year-old who's turning five on Friday. We have a three and a half-year-old and a one and a half-year-old. So we have lots of little loud boys in our household. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. I only have two. I can't imagine. doubling it. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. that I'm opposed to not having more kids, but just right now, sometimes when you're in the thick of the season you're in, you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> how could I do more? <laughs> but yeah. I love it. Yeah. Some days it is loud and crazy, but my wife is the real hero. She's the one who's with them way more than I am. And she's got to put up with all that insanity yeah. a lot more than I do. So she's the hero. Yeah. I love it. So, okay, another question to kind of how can we get to know you a little bit better? What would be something that you would do for yourself for fun? Like say you have a free weekend or a free evening where you're not running after your kiddos. What would you be doing? Um, Right now, I would be going golfing. Mm -hmm. Golf is one thing that I wish I could do more of, but it's really hard to uh, leave the house for six hours on a Saturday when I've already worked all week and – it's not something that the wife is super happy about hearing. So yeah, if I get a, actually my wife is taking the boys away on vacation next month. And so I'm going to have four days of the house to myself wow. and I am going to golf so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to golf so hard. Those four days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go from work to the golf course every day. Amazing. No, yeah. Sports has been a big part of my life. So right now I also play slow pitch. Uh, which might, yeah, which, uh, has been a very interesting transition coming from playing high level baseball my whole life, going to this much slower version of baseball. 
but it has been a lot of fun and I'm on a couple great teams with great people. So that is what is most important. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Um, yeah. I also play ball hockey. So I play ball oh. hockey in the fall and winter and I play baseball or slow pitch in the spring and summer. Super. That's so nice. Sports are my outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love it. I know. And as a wife of a golfer, <laughs> I totally, I feel with your wife. <laughs> I'm on her side. <laughs> but, okay, no, the genius thing is Jeff now takes Theo with him when he goes golfing. Nice. And it's fantastic because Theo will just treadle behind him and follow along and carry a golf ball and a tee and Jeff golfs. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I'm not anyway. sure how the other golfers would feel about me and my, my four just running around the golf course. I think we, I think we'd slow the pace of play. That's fair. Okay. So let's get more into like the nitty gritty meaty section of this episode is I just kind of wanted to pick your brains about pick your brain brains my multiple brains your multiple brains <laughs> about you know Paris and I often well we don't necessarily intentionally but it just kind of happens as women our content seems to be geared more towards women to an extent um but for you you know you've listened to some of our podcast episodes do you think that men would be getting stuff out of our episodes, even though, you know, we don't necessarily say this episode is specifically for men um, and women or whatever. Do you think there's still worth there for the men? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I've in the last week, I've listened to probably four or five of your guys' episodes. And I think the biggest thing for a guy is to have like, knowledge of the mind of his wife and like Mm. if every guy could know what was going on in his wife's mind all the time and be able to decipher all of that man marriages would be so much easier so anything (laughs) like right like men and women's minds are so different right yeah that's not new to anyone yeah but yeah so if like I've listened to a few episodes and I you guys will say something and I'll be like yeah like my wife has told me that before. So it's, it's validation. But then it's, if something comes up where it's like, Oh, weird, like we've never talked about that or that's never happened to us. Then I can go to her and say, Hey babe, like, has this ever happened? Or like, do we need to talk about this? Or is this not a thing for us? So getting perspective that way into the mind of your wife is hugely, hugely important. The better that you understand her and the better that she understands you and vice versa, the easier most things should be after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it'd be like an easy way to bring something up with your wife too. You'd be like, hey, I listened to this podcast and these girls said that like this was happening to them. Does that like yeah. resonate with you? Or this like hurts their feelings or this, you know, makes them feel valued. Like, is that you or whatever? Like, I, like, I feel like that'd be a pretty open door into conversation. 100%. It is the best conversation starter that me and my wife have found is just podcast mm-hmm. episodes. I listen to podcasts all day, every day on my way to and from work. And mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll listen to something and I'll send it to her and say, like, hey, babe, listen to this and then we'll talk about it tonight. And yeah. I mean, you, you're basically being given like perfect conversation starters. So and those times where you're just like sitting at home, just scrolling your phones together. Yeah. I mean, 
not that that's bad sometimes, but man, you've got these perfect conversation starters to work on so many different parts of your marriage. So yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's incredibly valuable to have that perspective, both for validation and for, I don't know what the opposite word is, but whatever that is, validation and conversation starters and all that stuff. It's yeah, Mm -hmm. there's definitely value there. Yeah. So with you being like pretty interested in talking about this, like the man's side of, of intimacy and, you know, kind of how that relates, how did this become um, kind of a passion point for you? Like something you're like, Oh yeah, Yeah. I want to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, no, great question. Um, I mean, marriage is not easy and Mm -hmm. my marriage has been no different. So we've definitely had our seasons where things have been really, really good and we're on fire and then things have been like really, really crappy and we're feeling pretty, pretty bad about it. So especially in the area of intimacy, I would say it's caused by far the most conflict within our marriage. And Mm -hmm. we've had to put a lot of work in. We've had to have a lot of conversations we've been to counseling like we've taken a lot of steps to kind of get out of those bad seasons and the more that my wife and I talk with other couples or other husbands or other wives it's like okay like this is not unique to us right it's but what I'm finding is that other guys or other couples for whatever reason either don't seek out the help or they don't even know where to find it or what they're even looking for like they're just lost yeah and so I think it's something where okay like I have this experience where I've been through really really low points in our marriage and we've had to do multiple different things to get out of these points and it's like Mm -hmm. okay there's obviously other people out there who have been through what I've been through and maybe they don't have the resources or they don't know where to find the resources or maybe they're just you know shameful or embarrassed or prideful or whatever it is like there's some reason that they're not seeking out the help and to have someone else who's been there say like it's okay like you don't have to be ashamed of going to counseling you don't have to be ashamed of yes whatever it is having this conversation like this is going to help you go do it Mm -hmm. yes absolutely yeah it's one of those things right where people need like okay no this is okay like (laughs) this is the green light (laughs) Go to counseling. It's 100%. great. 100%. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is great. Like we, the, I'm thinking of, we try to go once a year, whether it's something going on or not. We try to go in and just say, hey, we're going to go for a checkup. Just make sure that everything's good. And it's crazy because we'll go in and be like, everything's good right now. Like I have no idea what we're going to talk about. And you sit down and one hour goes by like nothing. And you've just talked your faces off for one hour. And then you <laughs> leave and you go home and you talk more and you like, okay, wow. Like, yeah, things are in a good spot, but I'm glad we went because we learned yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, that sounds super. Yeah, valuable. I would say. Yeah, and I would say the other thing too is like just specifically for the guys, I find that some guys they just need more encouragement in making their wives more of a priority and mm. loving. What I would say, guys in general maybe this is a bad generalization, but guys in general can do a much better job loving their wife outside the bedroom. Hmm. And just, yeah, everything from like knowing what her love languages are and loving her by her love languages to like just 
yeah, just doing things daily outside of the bedroom to show her that she's loved and appreciated, especially if you have kids. Mm-hmm. You come home and a rough day from the kids is just a major, <laughs> major downer when you come home yeah. too. So, yeah. 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 No, that's good. So, so thinking about like specifically towards the men then, why do you think that there's, or well, okay, first of all, do you think there is a lack of godly resources for men in this area? And if so, or so not, like why? Like, why do you think that would be? Yeah, I think that there is, I don't know if there's necessarily a lack. Mm-hmm. I think if you really were to go out there and search hard enough, you could probably find what you're looking for. Yeah. But what you're looking for is not easily found. So yeah. even when we were trying to go through stuff, thankfully we go to an awesome church that has an awesome counseling program. And so we just did our counseling through there. But if mm-hmm. you want to find a good counselor and you are maybe a little bit embarrassed about the fact you're going to counseling, like you're not going to ask a friend, Google might right. not be the most reliable because you're going to get so many different answers from so many different counselors who have different beliefs and different backgrounds. And so you don't necessarily know if what you're looking for is what you want Mm -hmm. or what you're getting in the search results is what you want. And, but on the other hand, I think if you do find what you're looking for, there is a good chunk of resources out there, whether it's uh, couples resources with men's and women's within, or I would say, yeah, maybe there is a little bit of a lack when it comes to just the men like, hey, men, this is a resource just for you. However, in the last couple of years, a few of my favorite authors have been putting out way more men's based content, not necessarily in the area of intimacy, but in the area of, you know, being a better husband, being a good dad, you know, leading your family well, that kind of stuff, which obviously you do all those things. Intimacy is woven in there very tightly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So. I think, and I think sometimes too, like I said, with the, with the stuff earlier, guys can be on both ends of the spectrum. They can be really, really prideful and not think that they need any help. So if they don't think that they need help, they're not going to go find it. Or they can be really, really ashamed of where they are. And if you're really, really ashamed, then you're really not going to want to go and find it because then you're going to have to admit to yourself, like I need help. Yes. Or in your wife, potentially who you rate having those hard conversations, which would really difficult conversations. Totally. Totally, yeah. totally. So when it comes to thinking about, you know, the man's husband's side of intimacy and talking about that, what's something that gets you really fired up? Like a topic that you're like, oh yeah, I can just go to town and talk about this all day long. Yeah, I would say, like I said earlier, loving your wife outside of the bedroom is a big thing. I yeah. find that a lot of men are way too consumed with the stuff outside of the house whether it's work or friendships or their hobbies and that stuff while obviously a good thing can be really distracting if things aren't going well at home and sometimes that's just an outlet and so I'm really fired up about helping men say to themselves like no I need to prioritize my family right now I need to do a better job loving my wife right now, loving my kids right now. You know, things aren't good. So I need to do that first. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, yeah, loving your wife outside of the bedroom is something that 
one, I used to be really, really bad at. And so I had to put effort in to be better at. And so again, just through the experience that I've had and the things that I've learned and the things I've had to admit to myself, hey, I need to be better at this. And so whether it's going to a mentor or reading an article or picking up a book or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. finding the resources that I could find and saying to myself, okay, time to put this stuff into practice. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's almost like there's just like this, um, like a teeter totter almost I can imagine where it's like, there's these baskets on each side and you know, one side you're trying to like, if you're pouring into your wife, I feel like it takes like double the amount of time to, you know, tip it over to that side than it does, you know, if you're putting the time into the hobby side and like the, um, the interests or the friends or whatever, like, I feel like it would take double the amount of intention and time to try and to have that come across to your spouse. Like, I feel like it takes double the amount of work, if that makes sense. Like I, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it takes a lot of effort because going and hanging out with the boys, going to work, doing all that stuff, that stuff's easy. That doesn't take a whole lot of effort, right? Any guy can go play golf or go hang out with the boys or go to the bar or whatever it is. Like that's, that's minimal effort at most. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one, like telling yourself to be self-aware enough and self-disciplined enough to say, I need to go do the home stuff right now. Yeah. That takes effort in itself. And then whatever you, then you got to go find stuff that takes effort. And then you've got to actually do the stuff and that takes more effort. And then I'm, but I mean, you know, we were talking about a lack of resources. Your wife is the best resource you have. Yes. There's nothing wrong with saying to your wife, Hey babe, how can I love you better? Hey babe, how can I serve you better? Hey babe, what are your love languages? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, yeah. We can go to books, we can go to resources, we can go to conferences, podcasts, whatever it is. But if whatever you're finding isn't what your wife wants or what your wife needs, then it's all yes. useless. Absolutely. So that's so good. So that that's one thing that my wife and I have always tried to do is always be asking each other, hey, you know, how am I doing right now? Am I loving you well? Am I serving you well? What can I do better? What am I doing well? What am I not doing well? ask your wife or your husband or your partner those questions because those are the answers you need. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. So what do you think for this platform, for this ministry, whatever, what do you think would be the next step in trying to reach more men? Like how would we even go about it to be like, Hey, listen to this, look at this. I think it needs to become like a normalized thing. I mean, you guys did a podcast episode a while ago about uh, like talking about sex with your friends. Right. And I think this whole area of intimacy or husbands helping husbands needs to become Mm. a more common conversation amongst the boys. Right. Right. Guys need to be more comfortable asking for help. Guys need to be more comfortable offering help. And this needs to just become a normal thing. Like, hey, you know, I did this for my wife this week and she really liked it. So, you know, if you're struggling here, maybe try that. Yeah. One of my one of my best friends and I, we used to do this thing where we would challenge each other. And once a week, we would have to do something for our wife. And mm. if you didn't do it, then the next whatever round of golf was on you or the next round of drinks was on you or whatever it oh, was. Oh, yeah. Love it. 
So every week on Monday morning, whoever's turn it was, it was my turn. I texted and say, okay, this week we have to clean a bathroom without her asking. Or this week we have to bring home flowers. Or this week we have to, you know, say I love you every single day or whatever it was. We would challenge each other to do these little things. And it was interesting because the first week that we did it was I started. And so I said, okay, this week we're going to write our wife a love letter. And so I did mine and my wife loved it and she cried. And so the next time I hung hung out with, yeah. So the next time I hung out with my buddy, I asked him, like, Hey, you know, how'd your wife like the letter? He said, Oh my God, dude, she loved it. She just cried the whole time. So so little things like that, right. Having guys challenging each other, keeping each other accountable, like really caring about each other's marriages and how they are as husbands and how they are as dads. And, just being more involved in each other's life. But with that comes a vulnerability and you have to be willing to be challenged. You have to be willing to be called out. So you have to have a really, really humble and vulnerable heart in the first Mm -hmm. place. So finding that relationship is going to be tough. And so you're probably going to have to find a guy you have a relationship with already and build that relationship. Right. Be like, hey, this is something I want to grow in. Are you willing to, you know, try this with me and see what comes? Because what's the worst that can happen? Oh, so you start loving on your wife more intentionally. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what? She doesn't like it? Like, <laughs> yeah, as if. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been, that's been super helpful. And, yeah, I think just having, I mean, I would say that, Right now, within my guys' group, I guess, my group of male friends, sex is not a topic that's off the table. It's often frequently brought up, but it's not brought up in a vulnerable, intimate way, necessarily, where I wouldn't say the relationships are at a point where, like, hey, I'm really struggling with this in the bedroom. Have you been there? What do you guys think? Like, do you have any suggestions? It's a lot more surface level like hey we have you know we have sex two times a week or like that kind of stuff whereas it's not necessarily the deeper Mm -hmm. more intimate questions and struggles and so I think normalizing all that or at least encouraging guys to start those conversations with friends yeah and just start building those relationships yeah I think that's huge because even like, as you say it, it's funny. Like, I can't really imagine men having these conversations because it's just something yeah. that I don't really see commonplace, right? Because it's it's very emotion heavy, very vulnerable. And often those are traits that aren't always synonymous with a man. I like, to- it seems. Totally. Especially from what, like, no, I- messages you've gotten from other women that are like, my husband isn't very emotional or whatever, which is something we can touch on another day. But, like, I think starting that like you said normalizing it to be like hey this is really hard like do you have any advice for me have you been there like so huge so fantastic yeah, yeah. no I, th- I think you nailed it like I have I have one I would say he's my best friend and this is something that we've slowly started to dive into mm-hmm. I'm a lot more comfortable with it but I've had to slowly ease him into it and one yeah. thing that I'm learning too is 
couples amongst themselves aren't even having these conversations. Yeah. So how yeah. can so how can we expect a guy to have a conversation with another guy if he can't even have the conversation with his wife? Absolutely. That's totally what So it I think mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think ha- encouraging guys to talk to their wives about it. And you know what, for some guys it might be easier for them to talk to another guy about it. Right. Before they go to their wife. And that's totally okay, but I think at some point the conversation has to be between the husband and the wife talking about these things for whatever it is, right? Totally. Just like we talked about, um, like, how can I serve you? How can I love you better? Mm -hmm. Those exact same questions can apply inside the bedroom. How can I serve you in the bedroom better? How can I love you in the bedroom better? Yeah. What do you like? What do you not like? Yeah. That kind of stuff, right? I think all those conversations inside and outside of the bedroom are hugely important to at least be having right it's not new to anyone that communication is one of the most important parts of marriage yeah absolutely no I think this actually hit the nail on the head and I'm so excited and it's one of those things too like looking forward so um Kyle is going to be a part of the kingdom sexuality team that is the big the big news that we were like let's bring that in we'll include it at the end here but so I'm so excited to have someone to like, like pick your brain like this, to get your perspective, to, you know, have you speak wisdom and, you know, godly advice and stuff like that for the men to be like, Hey, let's try and do this. Let's try and do that. And let's whatever. I think there's a whole nother world <laughs> that we can kind of be bring into these episodes and have men actually like, listen and <laughs> want to listen and want to try and do something with the information they're getting. So I'm yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. You guys have done such a great job with this ministry and this podcast and the Instagram page and everything and serving the wives. And I'm so excited to be a part of it to help serve the husband. So yeah. as a group, you know, the, the marriage can be served. You're not just having one side be served or one yes. side, you know, cause it, I think it's really easy for one half of the marriage to be really, really wanting to work on it where the other yeah. half is like, oh, like that's not really important uh, to me. Right. Okay. Just that, yes. just that apathy. But I'm really excited to inspire guys to be like, Hey guys, trust me, put the work in, things are going to get better. And yeah. when things get better, things get better in the bedroom. So you're going to benefit from this. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. No. Well, we're so excited to have you more and Kyle will be taking over Thursdays on our Instagram account. I'm thinking, I guess we haven't really written that out in stone yet, but it kind of seems like that's going to be the gist. Anyways. Yes. So Kyle will be there to answer questions, to give tips, advice, etc. We will give him full reign with that. So I'm so excited to see what goes on and I'll be like getting my husband. I'll be like sending them all to, to him <laughs> to go and check out. So anyways, we're so excited. Yeah. So guys, if you're listening, Mm -hmm. message us. What do you want to hear? What do you want to know about what's going on? How can I help? And wives, if you're there and your husband doesn't use Instagram or you don't think your husband's willing to reach out, what are you seeing in your husband that you would like help with? Or what do you think he needs help with? Message us that stuff so we know what kind of content you guys want. We know what we want to talk about on on the podcast. So let us know because we want to hear to serve you guys. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. 
As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.